Welcome back to another episode of the Cousin Cecil Show. How are you doing? It's me, Cousin Cecil, a.k.a. Mike Fowler. How was your week? You have a good one? Hopefully you had a nice, easy, and hopefully you're enjoying a, a extended weekend with this Labor Day weekend stuff. Uh, but yeah, as you can tell, it's a little, the Cousin Cecil Show's late, but also it's because it's uh, just been busy. I, uh, what is it? Uh, I have, I've been stacking up a bunch of podcasts onto each other. I had uh, Saturday. I did recapping the elite, and we obviously. Uh, and then yesterday, I uh, we did the United Nations on Delvin's uh, Patreon and. Uh, And others Patreon, and then uh, then we wa- I watched a pay per view of AEW's All Out, which is excellent. And then probably after this recording, I'm going to jump onto another one uh, with Doc to recap the the pay per view for a quick little special thing. And I think tonight I got to do a podcast with a there's a comic book creator coming and it. Uh, you know it's it's cool to be busy but also it feels i get i get those feelings of like i'm like oh i just want to crawl in a ball and die <laughs> like that idea but uh but yeah it's been a been okay week and uh hopefully you had a great one too uh we get into more just uh it's gonna be probably short and sweet too but uh, what I've been playing, I played, uh, been playing some Destiny, and uh, been enjoying that. And it's, uh, I got my first time. I had to play one of the missions that are you go through the astral plane, and you're looking for uh, kind of what I would call like uh, like the witches of the Awoken with the Queen, like the Queen's Council of like witches that are actually magic people. And they're all lost and blah, blah, blah. Like, I think we're going to find one each week. But, uh, so that is very interesting. I don't know if I like that uh, gameplay yet. Only because uh, the astral plane, there's no real, uh, there's no, like, uh, GPS, there's no compass that tells me, okay, go to this one next, go to this spot next for like the continuing the mission. It's kind of like you're on your own in this plane, you have to just figure it out. And then uh, there are these new uh, things that you can activate or interact with, but you can only do it later. Like, I'm assuming through in the season, uh, if you keep uh, leveling up like the, the wayward compass, you're going to be able to, like, unlock these, these, uh, like, there's chests behind, uh, doors that are, say, like, you know, locked. And there are, uh, paths that might look a little too far, because you're, like, the astral plane has places, it's like, we're, like, in a crumbling asteroid belt. But, like, obviously, like, so you have a big one, and then you think you can't jump over there? You probably can't. But you can activate, like, this fake space bridge to walk over to the other spot, which is unlockable through these, uh, 
these uh, pinpoints of like they're like the you need a you need the ascended light you need like the passage the the like the the lens of passage and all this shit. So it was okay. Like uh, this week, I don't know if it I don't know if they're gonna interval these each week. But like this week was like you had to fight the Ravengers. So. We'll see if they put more different enemies in it. And then you ended, like this week I ended it with, uh, I fought the, I remember, I used to be a lot better with the names. But the, the six-legged, like, uh, tank from the the Fallen, I just can't remember what they're called. They've always been in the Devil's Lair and, like, on all the other, those things. They had to shoot the leg and he falls down his neck shows and you shoot the neck. But yeah, that was me about gaming. I've been uh, really uh, contemplating. We're getting into the we're getting into the fall season, and I I missed my opportunity. I was gonna I wanted to pre-order uh, the Horizon Two's uh, Regilla, like the two hundred and fifty dollar version for the statue. And that that statue looked amazing, but I missed my chance even through the GameStop thing. But I digress. Uh, also, for a more quick one, I didn't again is another missed opportunity for uh, comic reviews, and I've more you know I just been it's been busy, been busy, 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 and like uh, but. Like eat kids, they were more for behind the veil. Like, uh, like this week, Scout gave me. I had an email. I think I have last week's email still. So that's three comics or four comics. This week's email was at least five or six comics. And I'm like, I'm like, whew. And more of a tease. Like I have Black Cotton Five. I have. Redshift 2, I have this new one, like something in the dragon, like this, like, it would seem like a 70s cop sh- magazine, or book, it's like, like, hoof, oof, oof, and just, I just have no time, but I did read one book, and I made sure I read it, it was the finale of Many Deaths of Layla Star by Rob V., and Boom Studios, and uh, it was it was the ending of this amazing little five book uh, series. And I am here to say I feel uh, it definitely it landed. I think maybe it was a for me for me as the reader. I think maybe it ended a little too open ended. But, or maybe not open it, I think abruptly, but it worked for, I understood what's going on. I'm not like, ooh, this is just, it went boop, and it bumped, it was very interesting, and it was, there was a moment, uh, you know, I kept seeing tweets that he said he teared up when he wrote it, and there was a moment, uh, I, I did a one little water eye, but it wasn't because I just... Maybe it was just the moment I read it. I was even taking, I even, it just, it was really good. And I think The Many Deaths of Layla Star is probably 
the best series I read this year. And I would suggest everybody to go out or uh, we're now into that, you know, five issues are out. So this is going to become a graphic novel to go pre-order like the complete trade of Many Desolated Star. And like a more quick synopsis of the whole series was a because uh, I don't remember if everybody remembers what it's about. It's uh, about basically the the Indian version of death because it's she's more like that loses her job and uh, she finds out she has to it's, she loses her job because somebody on Earth figured out immortality and. So the the book conflict is she is trying to uh, kill the person before he figures out in his lifetime how to create death. Because I think this will be at least a way to tease you in. Like in the first issue, like she went down there when he was she was he was a baby, the guy who was going to create immortality, had him in his her hands, but she just couldn't kill a baby. And then long story short, uh, she ended up dying. And she wakes up. And it uh, she's like, uh, the per like she has like a love debt, you know, a love relationship with life or yeah, like the god of life. And he saves her and she's he goes, Well, you still got some time. He's only he's only uh, like eight years or something. Like, you know, like there's a span of time that's progress and then that's the teaser the first like how the first issue ended and um it's been it's a really great ride it was a very it's i i'm not trying to be sugarcoat like this this book could be something that sits on like it's going to be a staple in how people show look at comic book like they could be definitely a different medium of expression and how to tell stories because it was a very excellently done book and I hope sounds dumb I really hope somebody actually uh, figures out a way that maybe we could get a a movie off this book because it was a, so well done the arts the art was excellent the the writing is Ram V so it's it's uh, it's uh, extraordinary. And it's just been, it was a great read. Uh, highly recommend it. Highly, highly, highly recommend it. I'm not doing it because obviously, look, he's never been on the show. Not like that. It's, but his, he has a, a formula that's been working for me a lot that I've been noticing with this, this gentleman. But, uh, yeah. Uh, that was me. But that, and you know, there's just one book I got to read out of. All the fucking backlogs I have. But, uh, let's get into gaming news. And, uh, the one thing I forgot to mention last time, but I think it will go into, uh, the big elephant in the room that's going to happen next, uh, next week, or this week, excuse me, is like, Norman Reedus kind of unaccidentally either let the cat out the bag or he just did the the 
the actor thing of thinking he is already going to get a sequel or something, but he made it tease to uh, a South American IGN or something, some uh, that said, "Oh yeah, they're uh, we're going to get Death Stranding too, and they're just working out the the deal with PlayStation." So, uh, so I'm not 100 sure. You know, I'm not going to say that set in stone, but. I think it was also going to be a no-brainer to know that uh, there was going to be a uh, sequel to that game, just because Kojima is uh, definitely uh, he'll def- is he- maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he was forced in, in, in uh, Konami, but he does seem like a person. He will ride something until it's uh, the wheels fall off for some for if he feels in the mood about it. So I mean, like, yeah, take what you think about a uh, gesturing or whatever, but it do it did do something story wise or uh, whatever to fans that people either hate or love it. So hey, we'll see. And then uh, what is it? This week was kind of big, just more teasers and like some, some more touch bases with things that was announced that we already talked about. Like, uh, okay, uh, we got that Midnight Suns gameplay reveal that we were teased at opening night live, and in my opinion, it looks okay. I didn't get to really watch it, watch it because also I'm thinking I don't need to see. How a tactical, um, like a XCOM plays, because I think we know how that works. But I did see that they're they're doing something new with the battle system, and they're going a card based route into the into the gameplay and system of how this game works. And I think it's a I think it's an interest I think it's interesting. I have not really looked into. Uh, what I'm about to explain, because it might have happened in the show, but I'm I again I didn't get to watch it as much as I wanted to. But uh, to my knowledge, I've heard like, well, it's because like your character is going to be a uh, already a self-made hero, just a, you're just a new hero in the world of marvel but like you're not training heroes to become better heroes so everyone's already like an all-star of like captain marvel's captain marvel captain america's steve rogers so it ain't like it's not like (laughs) it's not like a super soldier fresh uh steve that's learning how to become captain america everyone's already at their their self-made man or woman. So I wonder if like it has to be the card basing just keeps it randomized that oh uh you you know so you're not like it's about not percentages it's about the idea of chancing of can you do this this move at this moment in time or uh, the way it sounds like it uh does is it also then sounds like it would be like um, 
when you're not fighting, you guys you're interacting and making relationships with the heroes in, at like the headquarters, and you can choose kind of who you want to hang out with. So you get either better with like you get better with Blade, but then you also you might be losing your um, you won't be able to do count or combos as well with through your deck of cards because you might not have the card. With like Ghost Rider, because you chose to hang out with Blade. It, I think it's a little too early to make a real assumptions, but I think it's uh, it is interesting. They're going this route. I mean, I don't think it's gonna. I don't think. I don't think it's gonna ruin the game, but I bet money there'll be a lot of people saying during the reviews. Like this feels very repetitive now because you kind of you kind of made it go to me without without a final product. It, to me, it sounds like they made it go into a uh, not like persona, but like that persona relationship. Like so, you're in an open map. You're gonna obviously try to keep your character close to other teammates of that you've already talked to. I'm hoping that's what it is. You just seem like you're going to be opening up to that you're going to cross the map either near or close, like near or in that vicinity of your combo partner more than like maybe down the road you forgot like, oh shoot, uh, who would it be? I'm making shit up right now. Oh, Nico from the Runaways. She's actually the healer of the team, but I never talk to her, so I'm never. I never usually get heals, but I get these. I get area effect uh, support from Ghost Rider. You know, I think they're gonna get in, fall into this. Oh, um, there's some repetitiveness into this thing because of not not because of it's a typical XCOM game, but it's because. They focus you on hanging out with friends, so then you can only have your your buddies, and then you have to choose if you want to uh, try to level up during the gameplay, which a lot of people never say they do. That's what I'm trying to get to. Hopefully, you understood what I'm saying. My analogies, analogies. But then um, there was another uh, developmental demo, and I'm actually very ex- I am excited for. For us, but we got the Dead Space uh, developmental demo, and basically, uh, it looks really good. It it definitely has that. Uh, it's two generations. Wow, it definitely shows they put some work in, even for the little bit they show. They show a, a same hallway effect. Like here's the PS3, Xbox 360 version to the the ne- this next gen that's coming it looks almost day and night of and it still looks kind of close to the same and then some of the some of the highlights of this de- uh demo was they definitely stood up against it there's no microtransactions and they also made it sound like uh the actor who voices isaac in two and three is doing this one for one because uh in the first one Isaac was more of a silent protagonist, and then he blossomed in two and three. Uh, they also said they're reworking some of the story, but the 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 main outline in the main 
Uh, how would I word it? The lore of Dead Space is still the same. It's still about um, exomorph, not exomorphs, necromorphs um, shooting the limbs. They even doubled down on the limbs, like because they showed even how you might have to take two shots in the same limb, and it looked really good. It's still really early development. Like they showed demos of the gunplay on a on a uh, pre-developed map where like the guy can walk up towards the certain circle and says, "Oh, give me the laser cutter." I'm like, "That's how you pick it up," because it's so early development. Like it's like there, in my eyes, like how play uh, developers like. Well, we're going to test this out, so we're going to go on the fake plague room and just shoot around on a... Uh, we're going to set a necromorph right here in a T-fate mode. Like, you know, a T-pose and just shoot them. That idea. But it looked real good. Uh, and I think that's about it. I mean, kudos to, of course, the the team. I think they also know what they're saying. They're like They definitely know they're doubling down on doing everything in their power to be uh, not like EA of current of like worry about DLC or microtransactions so that's why they def I don't know like that's that must be very alarming to developers now of how EA has been the the face of microtransactions which is I think everybody is now, besides, maybe besides PlayStation, but I'm not saying like, oh, but that's just how they play. They play single player. I mean, of course, they have MLB The Show microtransactions, so, so yeah, everybody's like that. But how much of a dirty glamp uh, EA's got is kind of alarming. But, uh, but yeah. And then another thing that kind of is a surprise to me is, uh, long story short, Eurogamer has kind of leaked or is now starting to pick up news about this these possible rumors in the Nintendo Switch that uh, the Nintendo Switch is possibly going to get uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Color uh, games onto their uh, Nintendo Switch Online like game library starting this month and uh apparently Eurogamer's been either talking to people who got data mines or this or that but it's not been confirmed yet i think uh i think they're to be honest i don't know why people sound so excited the only thing and i'm being i'm actually I think being real real talk about this I really think out of the the Game Boy and Game Boy Color spectrum of uh, games that I would want to play that's not like been adapted or upgraded is Pokemon. Like, so are you saying you're excited for only Pokemon Red, Blue, uh, Gold, and Silver? Because those are the only Game Boy games I could think of that are worth a damn. Now, now, if they did, um, they're going to put the Game Boy Advance catalog on here 
and then maybe work on 3DS. I'm just saying, but uh, if they did Game Boy Advance, man, now that would be a great surprise. Now that would give you a fucking couple of those pocket Metroid Primes. They give you uh, the whole uh, Minishing Cap and I think Seasons. But I think Seasons was a Game Boy Color game. But the idea of there are a lot more Game Boy Advance games in my head that are that could be cash cows for uh for them just to have going on uh advance wars so you could get people that pumped up for the new one that's coming out you have uh so many more options i think with game boy advance than uh trying to make everyone buy fucking uh super mario land and the red coins for the 18th time or make everyone play uh link link's awakening when you have a remake version of link's awakening on the switch right now you know what i'm saying you ain't gonna play you ain't gonna play game boy tetris when you have tetris connect on your uh on the switch like it's just come on like what are you gonna play because you know it's gonna be some bullshit in the first couple groups if they're doing it in that way of like oh we're making it for the 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 pay game library like so i didn't i just wrote it down but again i'm not excited i think they should they should just jump over to game boy advance and then we can have a conversation like okay you're gonna actually put some good games on here or give us an option to buy but but yeah uh and then the other thing that's going to happen this week on September 9th, Sony has announced that they are doing a PlayStation showcase on September 9th. And I do not know what this is going to be. Is it um cuz I ain't going to lie, I'm this I'm they're not calling us a state of play. So let's take a step back on that. So is this a true and true uh, game, or not Game Boy, <laughs> a PlayStation event at, of the old? Is it going to be there, um, you know what I mean? Is this going to be a actual E3 level uh, situation we're going to have and uh, stuff? Oh, I want it to be. But I'm gonna try. I'm keeping my expectations low so that I can either be astounded or just feel the same I am right now. Because I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna feel about it. I don't know if it's gonna be good or not. Uh, yeah, I would definitely uh, just I'd tread lightly on that. We'll see. And then um, so what could be there? That's not we don't know about. There was that rumor I said with Purple Monkey, they're remaking Sly Cooper. Okay, that could happen because I think I'm pretty confident. I mean, they must still. I mean, I'm reward it. They have to have a some kind of pre-production or all the audio from that movie that was supposed to come out. Remember that? Yeah, no one remembers that. Uh 
there has been a also not a leak. This there aren't there. The, you PlayStation is sleeping at the wheel of how to promote anything on social media anymore. I don't know if it's because Xbox is on like god tier level of tweets, but like there's a trailer you guys all should check out on um, the PlayStation's YouTube called Project Magnum. Magnum or magma? I can't remember. I think it's magnum. But it, it's a, it's a. It, to me, I'm like, oh my god, PlayStation has basically funded a their version of like a Gears of War, and people when they when you're gonna go watch this trailer, you're like, cousin Cecil is on crack. What do you explain? But like, just hear me out. It's like a. It's a four-base run, like shoot third-person shooter. But they also have some. Uh, they have a what's that thing they call that? Uh, you can. Uh, Chris Raygun likes it. They also uh, Doom has it now too. It's the uh, Batman uses it, uh, the batter, not battering, but the. God dang, it's too early. I can't think of that damn thing that I'm going to shoot my arm up and it gives me the rope so it'll, it'll shoot me up to that, that point. Fucking grappling hook. That's the word. Oh my God, like a fucking pulling teeth. About figure that out. But apparently looking up... uh. People are saying that this is a looter shooter, so... Okay, maybe take a step back also from the Gears of War thing, but the reason I say that is because it's like... Final, it look, Project Magnum looks like it's a working title. It looks like Final Fantasy had a baby with Gears, in my eyes. In the idea of... It has, like, it's anime-ish looking people, but they also kind of look a little heavy, or they run down the... Like the that you see them, they have that same like feel of like Gears of War going like that, <laughs> walking down the pipe of like the. It, I don't think there's a what's the word. I don't think there's any real true cover base system, but like that, and they also have like they were fighting these uh, certain squids that kind of made me feel like, oh, this feels like they could. This is like a cybernetic locust compared to. Like the more natural looking the locusts that are in the gears, but it could be a lure shooter. So I think that might be a little bit more highlighted this coming up event. I think we're gonna get some of those uh China developed games like that. I can't remember the name, but the one that's everyone loves it looks like it's a Dark Souls S game, and I think there's another Chinese one that I can think of in my head, but I think we're also going to possibly get uh we're on I'm having actually brain fart I'm thinking of they said 25 working titles that are exclusives we, we know maybe 12 or at least 13 of them when some of them are already out uh I think also it sounds dumb. I bet money will have a better, more clear, uh, um, abandoned thing too. I think they'll 
foolishly put them on there, even though they've been drowning their own shit. Uh, that blue box, not blue box. Those blue boxes, the I can't remember their names because they're so fucking close to each other at the moment. I just woke up. Uh, but you know what I mean. It's just going to be that. I think we're going to have something about abandoned. I think uh, I think this might be the event that they announced that uh, uh, it is Blue Box. Because it's a uh, Blue Point is Demon Souls creator. I think they're going to announce their, their partnership and they own their them now. Will we see the rumored Metal Gear Solid remake? I'm going to say 40% yes. Will we see... People have said this might be a good time to bring Infamous back. And to be honest, I I think they should have had a remake out by now, but I don't know why they haven't want to do it. So I don't I'm not saying I bet I would say we would get resistance uh remake news this week before the infamous one. I'm not saying they're both gonna happen. I'm not saying either of them are gonna happen, but I bet money we would see we would see uh that happened before infamous because not not to sucker punch whatever whoever wants to remake that shit but insomniac is definitely on this weird they can chug out a something out fast and resistance trilogy might have been already been worked on since it's just like uh as you can see how they set up even like spider-man hd i think it's not a true off the ground thing they had to fix I think uh, that and then uh, or we might see like a sunset we might see something or sunset overdrive could be you know what I mean if that's allowed I don't know if it's allowed but yeah uh, I think that's about it for me about this week I just more wanted to make sure I at least did something uh, sorry it's late but this week's hot picks uh, <laughs> music is uh, from the certified lover boy. I like I do like uh, way too uh, way too sexy, and I also don't mind uh, for for like a hot pick to a like pinpoint. The whole album's okay. It's definitely um, if someone put a gun into my head and told me what do you like more, Donda or Certified Lover Boy, and I I would honestly. I would say Donda, but it's because, hear me out, stick with me, what I'm going to say, not saying they're, I'm not saying they're, in, Donda is more innovative than Certified Lover Boy, but also Donda is not, like, Donda's not innovate, that innovative, but the idea I'm trying to explain is, uh, Certified Lover Boy feels not new because it just feels like more Drake. It feels like you could put any of these songs on any other album of Drake and be like, okay, it like you know what I mean. You could you could uh, like me, 
I don't pay for Spotify. So when I'm listening, I was listening to the album, I'm getting fucking uh, God's Plan, One Dance, going into the fold, just and then like uh, because of, you know, I don't get to have the, I don't get to enjoy the album by on its own because I don't pay. But the idea of it just it just feels like Drake. Donda is either is because Kanye is a psychopath, but it just feels like it could be. It's just it feels different because of how Don, uh, Kanye's each album has been a little different from the rest. They might be talking about Jesus right now, but the idea of they're different. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh for T for TV, this uh, I want to say just get Hulu because for Hulu FX is killing it right now. Uh, what we do in the shadows restarted, but a new one that I think you guys should all check out is Reservation Dogs. It um, it's from uh, that I don't want to say his name one, but the Taki Wita who who. Uh, produces what we do in the shadows he also is the the thor ragnarok and um the new thor that's coming out director and all that stuff but it's about uh it's basically about a uh, oklahoma reservation of uh, whatever whichever uh, native tribe is in, through oklahoma and um it's been it's been really funny watch and it's also kind of it's it's uh I think it's interesting I've been watching my fiance's face because she's native from uh from the Michigan tribes but then just to see how it's not like that small world idea like oh they're doing the same funny jokes that she's heard from other you know from her, like the the tribes around here it's kind of interesting it's funny like it's some pretty funny native humor and also some respect to the a thing like uh, episode three, I think episode three has like they they blur out like the owl's eyes off of like a a statue because of uh some some native cultures um uh, think the eyes of the owl are like the eyes of the devil or something. So it's kind of funny, like some inside stuff they don't talk about, but it's there for the watchers who are you know part of the culture. It just seems it's very funny. And then uh, for comics, uh, comics. I'm, I know I'm not looking it up that much today, but just go to your local comic shop, find an issue one. This week I know that uh, Black Manta issue one. Uh, this uh, more parts of the Extreme Carnage. So like we get issue one of Toxin, which is part six of this this story and then the like you can also read kazar the and the boy of the savage lands issue one and then like what i would also say is go to your local comic shop why don't you and then trust me trust me on this one too come in there with my thoughts but also go in there and ask the 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 person who works there what's their suggestion and see if you can get a conversation going and just get some comic thoughts of your own or free will of what you see there i would also say if you can find if the guy has them highly doubt it but go pre-order 
the many deaths of Layla Star trade paperback, because I think you are going to be disappointed. It's a very great um, open uh, story about how life and death is in the world. For, for a story that involves the possibility of immortality, it's it's really good. It's really good. But, uh, yeah. Uh, follow me on Twitter at MikeFollow93. Uh, tell a friend about the podcast, and I'll catch you guys next week. Be good to each other. Peace. <laughs>